Dude, did you know that this is our 100th episode? Yeah, you told me before the show started. I, you know what sucks? <laughs> no, we talked about this two weeks ago, and I kind of forgot, and then I had to work uh, last week because I had to go to that race um, yeah, Friday and Saturday. Yeah, was the prize you were giving away, the big grand prize. I totally spaced it. I, I 100% spaced it. I have no idea. So we're going to have to come up with something today, and then maybe we'll give it away next week since we're on Wait. I might have something I can give away. Oh yeah. It'll be pretty damn funny depending on like what we talk about like yeah. later. You know what I think would be uh, really funny is if we, if we print off a picture of uh, that picture I have of Jackson where he's really sad. That'd be a good one. I don't know. I think mine would be better. Like send it to Peter. <laughs> <laughs> super chat. Hey, we got, we just got a super chat. Uh, Nick Nuthouse dropped 10 bucks. It says thanks Woo! to Alex. Thanks to Alex. So Margie, put me down for $10. Margie, put me down for $0. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Hey, this is Alex Sturgeon with the Hobbytown Hobbyplex. With me as always, Will Brinton. And uh, we're here for the Hobbyplex show, 100th episode. Woo! I feel like we're missing confetti and all that other crap going on. In the business, we call this foreshadowing. Yeah, it's fine. We've been doing this a hundred times. What do we talk about? Hmm. It's a show about nothing. So how do we know when it's over? Yeah. No, I, I think we find a way. Did you know that this show is sponsored by Pivot Lending Group? Still? Yeah. <laughs> probably for like, let's see, probably for like 94, 95 episodes now with Pivot yeah, Lenny. That's, that's, that's a long, long, it is. That's a lot of sponsoring. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you can, uh, you can find him at pivotlendinggroup.com. Mention our show to Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad, and uh, you can get a 0.125 interest rate reduction or $500 uh, lender credit uh, that you can use towards your um, fees and all that other good stuff. So, if you're in the home loan or refinance market right now, if you can find a home, pretty lean out there. Yeah. Get a hold of them. Is it a buyer's market or a seller's market? It's definitely a seller's market. Although although I will say that if you sold your home and you wanted to then purchase another home, then what are you going to do? Because there's not many out there. That's starting to change. I kind I don't know if it's starting to change, but they're building they're building homes near my house again. They stopped for a while, and then now they're building them. So is is uh, two by four still extremely expensive? I well, I can tell you because we're going to rebuild the tractor wall here in a couple of weeks. We will rebuild. We will rebuild. Um, it has come down a little bit, so it's not near as nuts as it was a year and a half ago. I mean, it was bad. I mean, I thought about doing the tractor wall last year, and I was like, absolutely not, because like a a twelve by ten by two plank was like triple the cost of what it was. The first time I went and found it, but I think it's come down. It's come down a little bit. Either way, we got to do it this year because the wall is gonna looks like crap and it's gonna it's gonna fall over. So we'll get it done. Yeah. There was actually kind of a lot going on this week. The the did you watch any of the RCGP stuff? No. No. That's okay. I saw their uh, their pretty cool like car drop thing. Yeah. Like holds the car and then it goes whoop and then drops a buggy on the ground and then they go. I like how they're doing the gate start five by five instead of all in a row. Yeah. I mean, it's still, 
uh, I saw some races where there was still a pretty heavy amount of carnage going into that first corner, but at least at least you're not getting all 10 cars. Back in the day, dude, with RC, RC Pro Series, you tried that, and it was 10, like all 10 of them. And then you, you just like Supercross, you went into a funnel. Mm-hmm. And I got annihilated every time. Yeah. Not my favorite way to start an RC car race. But I like the 5x5 five five thing. That's kind of neat. It looks cool. I mean, I, I don't really know enough about RCGP to really talk knowledgeably about it. But, I mean, I kind of dig what they're doing. But it's like, eh, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, is Zangaro even in it this year? Ongaro was supposed to be, but he had a family uh, emergency, couldn't come over. So uh, Cole Tollard has his, took his spot for, for the first round. So that's just for the first round, not for the whole series? I think so. Okay. We'll find out. They're pretty spaced out races, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. I, mean, I, I think it's neat, but it's like... Ugh. The track looked really fun. Oh, yeah. But it's like just more races, you know? Well, I know. I mean, it's kind I, of a different I thing, though. I mean, it's a different thing, though. It's not like it is a different. It's not thing. like we're going to try to get whole, you know, everybody to go to it. Right. So, yeah, I, I suppose I kind of like I like it. I, I like it if it's thought of as its own thing, you know? Yeah. And it is kind of its it definitely own thing, is. But. I don't like what they're doing with the paint. Did you hear? Did you see that? Uh, I watched the I watched the rush, the RCGP rush. It's kind of mm-hmm. kind of a cool format where they took the 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 top guys for the points from the teams mm-hmm. and they kind of like remember when we used to do that fun race where you started with um you started with uh with 12 or more or 20 or whatever and then and then the first eight made it across and then you restarted the next lap with those eight and then it, you wound it down to four and then it and then it then you raced one-on-one eventually we did that a few times like a like as a dollar race we haven't done a dollar race in a long time but you, you know yeah what I mean? um it, it it reminded me of that in a way. Yeah, I could see that. And that's pretty neat. I thought it was all right. It was free. It was on YouTube. You didn't have to pay for that one. Yeah, I do. I do think it's it's neat that they're uh, charging for like the pay per view, and then like you can watch it for free later. Yeah. But because um, I mean, all that stuff costs a lot of money to do. You know. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's kind of like if you spent a day at the track. Like you're going to spend a hundred dollars, you know, between gas and entry fees and all this stuff, you know, it's hundred bucks. It's interesting because our, the way that we've always, the way that we've done RC stuff for a long time is, is you rely on first the entry fees, then you rely on any sort of sponsorship dollars. And if you can't get them to give you sponsorship dollars, then you rely on sponsorship product. And then if they, if the companies don't want you to take the product and sell it to cover costs, you know, then, then it, it, it affects even more. So you have to make sure that you have all this stuff in writing and, and be very clear about what your um, intentions are with either the product or the dollars that you're asking for. And yeah, you know, they're, they're, I'm sure they're following that model, but then you also can, can fill in the rest with the, with a pay-per-view thing. I think if the program is, is professional enough and it, and it's exciting, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think uh, that can be, one way to to do it i guess but then again i hate paywalls anytime that i see an article i want to read and, and there's a paywall i'm out i'll go yeah. I'll, I'll google it and i'll find some other source it just i mean you can always just wait you know i know 
like if you're a real fan or like you know what i mean yeah like, like if you're watching it if you're watching it like you would watch supercross or something sure you know yeah and i'm this year i'm i paid for i paid for peacock you know so i can watch supercross because hmm. last year i missed out i didn't get to watch a lot of it you know it, i was thinking about this you know like uh like guys that uh you know, might feel like they're kind of an also ran at times or things like that. It's like, dude, you watch Supercross. There's so many guys that aren't on the same lap as the top 10. And yeah. it's like, not everybody's running in that same front pack. Yeah. You know, like it's kind of, it's kind of like, uh, you, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. like don't like it's that way in a lot of different forms of racing, you know, what's, what's cool about the motorcycle racing in a way is some of the guys that aren't very, that are not as good as, they're not as good on in the supercross series are way better in motocross yeah and vice right. versa i mean i could just think of a couple i think hampshire is one of them that's that's usually way up there in motocross but he's you know he's doing better this year actually but even in in years past you know it's just it's kind of fun to watch that transition when we go to the motocross series a lot of the, a lot of it flips some of the guys that are really good at supercross are just kind of mediocre at motocross, you know, and then there's guys like Tomac and, you know, right. That are good at everything. Yeah. Roxon, you know, when he's healthy and I don't know, mm-hmm. but yeah, you're right. There's, there's, there's still back markers even in that. And, and, but they're there every week and they're getting paid. They're finding a way to make it. I kind of figured some of the back markers are just really good, like local guys and stuff like that. You know, yeah. that, that's kind of, that was my, I thought that those guys were kind of like privateers that were just good. Some of them are, especially in the, in the, in the, uh, uh, 250 class. But, uh, no, most of them are, are, are getting paid somewhere or another. Huh, there's, cool. there's a few privateers that like, uh, I think it was last, I can't remember the name now, but last week there was this one dude that was from Minneapolis or no, Indianapolis. Sorry. Indianapolis was a week before that, that he was a local and he made it into the main. Nice on his own. So mm-hmm. there's, there's some stories like that. It's kind of fun. Yeah, no, I think that's really cool. I have a lot more respect. I have respect for those guys. Yeah. What else was going on this week? We had the TCS race in, at our place and, uh, I was out of town for two days of it and we had 83 entries. I believe that's the most entries I think we've ever had for a TCS race. Uh, that wasn't the national. Mm. And we, I don't even remember there being that many at the national, to be honest with you. Yeah. So we can talk about that later, but, but that was kind of cool. I was out of town, but I was still, you know, I was still checking up on the store and my son was texting me in the middle of the day. He's like, holy crap, it was busy. Cause apparently it was crazy busy on Saturday. So kind of glad I wasn't there. <laughs> uh, let's see what else was going on. Is that about it? I know the RCGB race. They had the, uh, oh, the, the, uh, INS carpet race yeah was going on in Vegas and I kind of kept up on that. It was hard cause I was running this race yeah. and, uh, there was a lot going on, but it looks like, uh, Brock, was it Brock? Brock Chaplin? Yeah. Yeah. I think he won everything. Ooh, that's pretty cool. We're in the Schumachers. Yep. It looks like first, first in both two wheel drive and four wheel drive. That's about the extent of my knowledge on that race this time. Other than that, I saw Zeke's practice runs and that looked mm-hmm. really, that looked really good. That yeah, track stuff that, looked really good. That, and that track looked good too. Way better. I think I saw a track layout. I don't know how, I don't know when that was, but it was a little bit more intricate than the, than the one I 
saw a couple years ago, I think. I think I think that might have been that track. Maybe it was the beach one in Florida. This year's layout for that race was was really good too. I think the layouts are getting better all across the board on carpet stuff. And they kind of pioneered it too at the, at the, is it 702? Yeah. 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 No, that, that track looked really good. I was like texting uh, Kyle Holmberg and stuff while I was there. Oh, he, that's uh, right. Didn't he TQ truck and buggy? Uh-huh. I think so. Yeah. He's doing good. Let's look that up, shall we? Mm-hmm. I'm going to look that up. Did you read that post where we're supposed to get like a ton of snow Wednesday and Thursday? No. And I was like, no way. It's too, it's going to be way too warm. This is just one of those crappy trolling posts or whatever. And I looked and we're supposed to get rain. We're supposed to get thunderstorms tomorrow night. Yeah. Or Wednesday well, night. That's about what it should be. Yeah. This time of year. I would hope it wouldn't be snow. Although remember we had snow the first Novak race when we moved it from January to April and it mm-hmm. still snowed. Yeah. I remember. God, that was funny. I remember. Cause like that was the whole reason why we moved the race was so that we wouldn't have to deal with any of that. Yeah. <laughs> and, then oh, yeah. It, and then it happened again. You're like, no. And Bob mm-hmm. was here and Bob's like, this is stupid. I hate cold. Yeah. Like I did. I moved to Southern California just so I wouldn't have to deal with this. Let's just check our facts. Shall we? Expert buggy. Holmberg got fourth. Yeah. It was uh, Jovi Levin. Must be, wonder if that's a local because I don't recognize the name. Doug Laravier. I can't remember. I can't pronounce this guy's last name. I'm Lavalier. To, Lavalier. Is that what it is? Uh-huh. I, I'm going to end up going to like a, a national race where I'm going to have to talk on the mic and I'm going to screw these names up. Hey, Zeke got fifth. That's pretty darn good. Yeah. Kyle Klingforth got sixth. I, if I remember right, that specific Klingforth is a, uh, a touring car national champ. And then uh, Tyler Hooks made the main. Look at that. Go, Tyler. Nice. Kyle got third in four-wheeler, and Zeke got fifth. Brian Bowman got seventh wow. in 13.5 four-wheel drive. Want to make a joke, but I'm going to hold back. Spencer Rivkin, Blake Champlin, uh, Brandon Foote, Rob Gillespie, Ryan Revis, Ryan Brignati. Matty G was eighth. Harley was there, got ninth. Uh, Dave, Davey Botta was 10th. And Pillars, Joe Pillars was there, got 11th in mod. Hmm. Two wheel. Interesting. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Majority of the same guys in four-wheel drive, too. So. Howdy, y'all, and welcome to Tales on the Road with Alex Sturgeon. Uh, funny story, so I left... I left Friday. I buzzed by, I was way late. So I buzzed by Lincoln at like noon because I left it. I wanted to leave at seven in the morning and then I had to return something for Gretchen at Kohl's at like 10 AM in the morning. And, uh, and so then I was going to leave at 10, but then I forgot my computer. So I had to go to the Plex. So then I ended up staying, you know, everything just turns into a bunch of time. So anyways, so, uh, I was way late, but I did stop at York to get gas. York, Nebraska had plenty of kickstarts. Oh, plenty conspiracy. Yeah. There were two for three. So I bought, I bought them out and then I'm like, all right, I'm just going to hang on to these, put them in my car. And then the next time I got gas, which was in dude, I found the best gas station. So it's in the first video that I made. I made two videos from this weekend, part one, part two. And the part one 
uh, I was so worried about running out of gas because I didn't really know when the next gas station was going to be or whatever that I stopped at this like super stereotypical grimy rundown gas station mm-hmm. and uh, holy crap, dude, it was it was uh, it was pretty funny gas station. Uh, they had these signs up that were like jokes and they weren't oh, really? they weren't exactly. um woke politically (laughs) correct yeah and then they had a condom dispenser in the bathroom nice did you buy one i didn't but one but one of them was called horny toad weed i uh i I bought one i went went, so whenever whenever i go to a gas station and they have like like the they're almost like novelty condoms in the gas station I would not. I, I would not trust my wiener in any one of those condoms. No, no. <laughs> They're probably like used or something. But anyway, uh, I got this one that was called like the French tickler, oh, and God. it had this. It had this like this thing on the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like try it on or nothing. But, like, I I tried it on and I was like, this thing doesn't fit. I want my money back. <laughs> Over the counter, all mad. <laughs> But yeah, I always buy those and bring even them home. Show, even this grimy little wife. <laughs> even this little grimy gas station had Kickstarter. So I bought some more there, and then I bought some more, and then I drank some more, and then I bought some more. So, anyways, uh, my long story short is that I have a bunch of Kickstarts in my fridge that I'm saving for pre work days now. Mm-hmm. While Omaha is still out, but I did. I, so there's been a YouTube ad going around of this Nitro Pepsi. Introducing Nitro Pepsi, smooth, creamy, delicious. What? It's a vanilla draft cola, nitrogen infused cola, smaller bubbles, smoother taste. It's, but check this out. This is what sucks. Okay. So I drink, I drink kickstarts because a, I like them. They taste good. B also, if you look on the like nutrition facts, like two cans of kickstart that I usually drink in a day is still better than one can of 12 ounce Mountain Dew mm-hmm. when it comes to most of the stuff in there. But here's the nutrition facts for this guy. Uh, 230 calories. So it's three Ooh, times, it's three times yeah. the calories of a, of a kickstart, uh, total sugars, 63 grams, 125% of your, of your, uh, sugar intake for the day. Uh, and, and kickstarts have 20 per can. That's like a dessert soda. It is. So I wanted to try it, uh, while I'm sitting here on the air and while it's cold, mm-hmm. you ready? Yeah. All right. Dude, I couldn't tell you the last time I had a regular pop. Dude, this thing sprays all over me or over this. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna feel terrible. That'd <laughs> be funny. Oh, there it goes. It's going everywhere. Geyser style. I'm just kidding. <laughs> smells like Pepsi. It's just it's just regular Pepsi in a can, a different can probably. Is it everything you wanted? It tastes like flat Pepsi. <laughs> Smoother taste. Yeah, I guess that means flat. Are you in flavor country? No. No. It's not very good. <laughs> Sorry, Pepsi. It's not very good. Try again. I'm still yeah. going to drink it, though. <laughs> wrong, wrong again, idiots. <laughs> God, apparently, I've heard, I've heard, A, they don't have the cans to make Kickstart, or B, they don't have the ingredients. So if they don't have the cans, just don't make these and just go back to Kickstart. That's all I got to say. I'm still going to drink it, but... It, it'd be a lot better if there was ice cream in it. Yeah. Just just load it up with more sugar. I couldn't tell you the last regular soda I had. I think I think that it was I think it was probably at Taco Bell because they have Baja Blast. 
And if you go to Taco Bell and you don't get Baja Blast, did you really go to Taco Bell? Well, Taco Bell also <laughs> had kickstarts up until about two weeks ago. You could get fountain, I, you could get fountain kickstart there, and it was amazing. I went in there and told them just to get rid of it, like throw it all away. And they're like, "All right, sir, we can do that." And yeah, they got we'll rid of it. Follow your follow your idea. They're like, "Wow, that's a good idea." We never sell this stuff except this one guy with this afro. Yeah, so, <laughs> this white guy with an afro. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, he's a real asshole." <laughs> There's a dude that comes into the store with a way bigger white guy fro than me, though. Nice, way man. bigger. So I, well, I actually I actually talked to him the other day. I was like. I called him Fro Boy, and he kind of looked at me funny, like I insulted him. And I'm like, "No, no, that's that's what people call me because of my hair." I'm like, "We're like, like, we're, oh. like we're like, like two, don't call me that." I was like, "We're like two bros from different moat." And he's like, "No, not really." Okay. No, I hate my hair. Yeah. <laughs> no, I hate this. I think he likes this. I, this guy must like his hair because it's. I'm jealous. I'm actually pretty jealous about it. I'm pretty close to Ponytail World. I'm getting there. Yeah, it's an exclusive club. I know. I'd never join a club that would accept me as a member. <laughs> What's that from? Groucho yeah. Mark said that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I watched a uh, I watched a documentary on uh, George Harrison the other night. Oh, that's cool. The yeah. one on HBO Max. It was on YouTube. Oh, yeah. All right. It was, cool. it was an interesting watch. It was like 20 minutes long. I learned a couple things I didn't know. He's a good guy. Yeah, super good guy. That's what it sounds mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Uh, sucks, sucks somebody had to go into his compound and stab him. Isn't, isn't he the one that got stabbed? God. He got stabbed, stabbed twice by some crazy guy. God, the Beatles had just such a weird string of stuff. Crazy people trying to kill him? Yeah, just weird. What are we going to give away next week? So this kind of goes goes with, uh, eh, I don't know if I want to give this away. Well, here's the deal. I'm going to give away one of my triple X uh, CRs. Double X CRs. I'm sorry, double X CRs. So I have three of them. I don't need three. I would be, uh, I would be willing to uh, do a drawing for a double X CR. So, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, oh, Jesus. This? You remember this? Oh my god! <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny to give this away? Yeah, isn't isn't that is that the one that was based kind of like the uh, the associated four wheel drive where the servo is really hard to get to and or no, or is that the improved is that the improved one. one? This is the improved one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is the one that didn't really see the light of day. Oh, that's right. Like it was it was sold, but. Uh, it didn't sell for very long. I think we sold one container of them. That so, it. yeah. So I had a poor guy because we didn't carry him. Right. But I had this mm-hmm. poor guy that bought one, I think, from Grand Island. And mm-hmm. he brought it home to Omaha and then and then busted busted some front end part. It might have been. Does that thing have a bulkhead? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I think. Yep. No, th- you will break this I, if you try I, to drive I think it. he busted the front <laughs> bulkhead or something like that. And of course. When I went to go get the part, order the parts, uh, there was nothing in there. We, you know, it was gone, and I had to tell him that. And he's like, "I just bought this three weeks ago." I'm like, "Well, I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. We didn't sell it to you." And uh, that was when Tommy, Tommy DeFries was working down there, and so I got a hold of I, I got a hold of him, and he's like, "Well, I have some parts here if you want to come get it." So I, I actually drove to Lincoln, 
uh, got inside there. He handed me two like parts cars and yeah. I, br- I brought them back home to, to Omaha and I just handed them to the guy and said, here you go. Here's some parts. So I'm, that's customer service, baby. Like we should have get that guy should have given us a five star review on on Google. Anyway, I don't know if I want to give that thing away or not. It would be hilarious. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's up to you because uh, you know it's your stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna, I got I got three double X buggies. I'm gonna I'm gonna we're gonna draw for one of those, and uh, so we'll figure out a way to do it. How do we do it last time? I was going to do a Patreon member one too, because now we have 11 Patreon members. I was going to do a Patreon only drawing for something. What's the, what's the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio face from Django? I don't know what they call I don't know what you they know, call you, it. I know, I know you, the meme. I don't know what they call it. Yeah, the you meme. know the meme. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't they like, giving, don't they take that and like make him fat? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's super funny. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, me giving away a select four for our hundred select four <laughs> select SC four wheel drive for our one hundredth episode. <laughs> you should uh, for Patreon. We should give those uh, super secret AKA tires you still have away. <laughs> Will's like, no, I, absolutely. I don't. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea. I have no idea what you're talking about. We don't know. Never seen them before in my yeah. life. What are you? What tires are you referring to? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. The ones that I still might have, maybe. Yeah, the ones that you still might have, but I don't know if I don't know if you actually have those or not. Yeah, of course you have them. You have everything. Never see the light of day. Yeah, nobody will ever see them. Nobody will ever see them ever. Nope, they're buried. I got them buried in storage. Mm. Trying to think if I have anything else that's like super secret. I don't think I do. You remember the twin hammers? Yes. So it was a it was a a Vitera Mm -hmm. Vitera twin hammers. I actually had the Losi version of that when they were, when they were building it and testing it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. They sent it to me when I was still on the team, uh, to, uh, to test out. I was super stoked to do it. Then they're like, well, we don't think we're going to release it. Um, but, uh, you know, you can have it, just don't let anybody see it. And then, then they came out with it as a Viterra. Hmm. That's kind of neat. Yeah. I got some bodies too. I got some bodies I could do. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We can look at my bodies. Mm. Maybe I got some like a trophy that'd be funny to give away. I don't know. What do you? What do people want? Like what? What is? Yeah, tell us in the tell us in the comments. What do you guys want? What would be of value to you? Can't have that. Can't RC have that RC ten. Um, can't <laughs> have that. Can't have that one either. The RC rally car. That's yeah. You can't have that. My RC eighteen R. Um. There's a plethora of truck bodies up here. I don't know. Maybe one of my truck bodies or some, I have, there's a pile of buggy bodies there. Maybe we can give away a buggy body. Um, there's not really a whole lot down here. Um, this do I have? It'd be kind of funny. Um, there's just a bunch of tires. Um, hmm. I don't know. Oh, I have a, I have a tire signed by uh, Spencer Rivkin from the 2016 Nats. Oh, I have this one signed by Ryan Mayfield. I think this one's from the 17 Worlds. No, 17 Runouts. Yeah, 17 Runouts. But I have um only because I have uh, more than one. I have a couple of them. I only have this one. I got it from being a Patreon member. 
to Ripcast. Ripcast, yep. If I have this, I don't know. I'll think of something nice. There's a box of bodies and trophies. Wow. I did a plaque purge a couple like uh, two years ago, where I ended up just I ended up just getting rid of a whole bunch of plaques. There's a bunch of plaques because I had no room for them anymore. Maybe we should give away some of my plaques. Is that a soldering iron? Yeah, that's what that LRP what those, one. Oh wow. Yeah, but I use that Heiko in size. Yeah, use the Heiko. Um, you have like half a know. car in there. No, there's a whole eight scale down there. Oh. There's a bunch of in- there's a bunch of engines. Huh. For when I was like modifying them, I don't know. We'll come up with something nice. All right. How do we do this? Do we do like uh, if you're uh, if you comment in this uh, if you comment in this in this live stream by the end of the night, we'll do a general one. I want to do one for our Patreon guys too, just by themselves. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to enter that one because your Patreon members are already in there. So mm-hmm. yeah, Boba Fett prizes. Peter, I wish I don't have much Boba Fett. Ah, oh, Peter. <laughs> I did order a new, uh, so I ordered an Ahsoka black edition. Uh, and, and then I found another Hasbro one, the smaller, like a, like a regular Hasbro toy. And I, I got that one too. It's like 15 bucks. Hasbro sounds like a guy like saying he has. I Hasbro. Hasbro. <laughs> Dude, there's a comic book shop here that's got Hasbro. Oh God, what do they call it? Anyways, it's a Razor Crest that's like five feet long and they want $950 for it. And it's, if I, if I had like money, I might, I might. That might have been something I would be like, I totally want that. Did you hear Navi yet? <laughs> no. No. It's supposed to be the end of this month now. So three days. Wednesday. Wednesday, hopefully. Man, I'd be so I would be so happy if I got a phone call Wednesday. Hey, we got your red Navi here. I'd be like, oh, thank you. Because it's just now starting to get nice out. And I want to ride. Yeah. I uh I might buy a Honda Dax when they come out. I think I know what that is. Pretty sure. It's a fuel injected version of the Honda Trail 70, oh, the 125. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. So I said. Yeah. Uh, we're probably not going to talk about results or anything this show. Yeah. I think we should just bullshit this one. Ooh, we, got like, right. we got like 40 minutes left. We already talked about the racing around the country that went on. We let everybody know this is our hundredth episode. We did the pivot landing group drop. We, What's the uh, chat look like? Uh, there's 25 people watching right now. 14 likes. Um, there's a question or two in here that we can get to at the end. Big Gulp just uh, posted a question, and I think I'll give him. I'll give him my thoughts on how to possibly save a battery like that. Ooh. But I'm gonna wait till the end. We usually do the comments at the end, so. I give no advice on how to save batteries. I know it's it's a liability thing, but. But eh, people should know. Just don't, just don't leave them unattended. That's all I got to do. Hey, I'm going to break in real quick, guys. Yeah. I uh, have a special phone call for you guys. Oh, God. Hey, what's up? 100. Oh, it's David Olson. How'd you get this number? <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. David Olson. David Olson. David Olson. David Olson. The, the man behind Pivot Lending Group. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, uh, one with a couple zeros behind it, you know. 
really moving up in the world. 100. We've we've hit the magic 100. Hey, so uh, congrats on your 100th episode, man. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, and honestly, you know, it wouldn't be 100 without Pivot Lending Group. So Goddamn right. Originally, the show was only going to be once a month. Yeah, it was going to be once a month because it was $60 a show. So um, that's yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it's it's really cool to see you guys hit that that milestone. I uh, you know, I, I still follow it even with Aiden not racing as much as, as he used to. It's it's exciting and you know still passionate about it. And you guys are, you, I mean, you guys carry it. So it's a big kudos to you. Yeah. Well, thank you. No, it's, a, it's Alex's show. I'm just on it. You know? Well, nah, no, Will, you're the funny guy, man. Alex, yeah, no kidding. You, you do the color commentary, and then Alex is just, you know, he's calling the play by play. I like the way you think. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, I'm down in Kansas City right now, so I've, I've got to uh, I've got to jump off here in a little bit. But uh, Richard, he cued me in quick, so I jumped out of the restaurant to, to say congrats to you guys and keep up. You know, keep up the great work, and we'll. Uh, we've actually got some exciting things coming from Pivot, and one of the reasons why I'm down here in Kansas City. So I'll be I'll be back to uh, kind of let everybody know how we're where we're growing and what's new, and um, and excited to. I think Aiden's gonna be doing some tenths or some eighth scale racing this uh, this summer. So oh, hoping to he's like maybe see, up. see some of the guys around, and and, and and it's gonna be a new adventure for us. Sweet. Cool. Yeah, I'm nervous though because uh, the whole thing intimidates me with that starter box. Oh, yeah. Eh, no big yeah, deal. Yeah, get, get over it. Eh, I don't know. Just practice in your drive. Just practice in your driveway. Just don't try to fill it up through the through the cooling head. <laughs> oh. oh my god, who was that? Uh... <laughs> no, don't say that. Don't say the name. We don't want to deal with it. We don't want to deal with it. Don't yeah, say the name. I know exactly yeah. who did that. <laughs> yeah, God, dodge the bullet yeah. there. <sighs> yeah, and I could I could see how you could do that too. I know exactly. No, he and I are who... cool now, so don't don't worry about it. Yeah, oh, no, no, okay. we'll leave the of leave course. the names. Yeah, leave the names uh, out there. But he and I are actually pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. Love him to death. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So, um, any big races for you guys coming up? Uh, yeah, we're both going to the INS, uh, uh, spring race in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. When is that? That is the week after the pro tech race, which thank you for reminding me. Cause I got to bring up the pro tech race. That was one of the thing I was going to forget to do tonight. I built this truck. So yeah. for a second class for those races. Yep. What's the, uh, what's the date on the pro tech race? The ProTech race is the twenty second through the twenty fifth of April. Okay, and okay. then and then I'm on vacation that Monday, and uh, I Tom Smith, Emerson, me, and Will are all driving. We're driving there, and uh, we're going to participate, and then we're going to turn around and drive home. Oh my god, that's awesome! Except the truck's going to smell because it's four dudes. <laughs> Listen, that's just part of being a dude, bro. So so. Uh, I know Aiden just sent me something on Cheyenne that's coming up, uh, like an eight scale race in Cheyenne. Well, Are you yeah, guys going to that? That's kind of no, because it's Memorial Day weekend and I already had plans. But but basically, that race should be well attended by any any of our eight scale guys because um, unfortunately they're actually losing their track, and they normally would run their stuff in August, but because um, the the track's going to be gone by then, they push the date up way far up. They're going to try to. I believe it's also kind of like a fundraiser. 
so that they can have some funds to uh, basically relocate if they if they get somewhere to relocate to. So yeah, because it's like city it's like city land, but this the city wants the land. Yeah. So typical typical stuff with city mm-hmm. and city park it, tracks. I I sympathize. That's stuff I always had to deal with. Yeah. And you. Let me let me ask you guys really quick on the A scale. The clutch bearings and the clutch, you know, heart or the springs, how often do those go out? You replace them every race. Replace them every race. You go to a big race, you put put new clutch springs, clutch shoes in that bad boy, and you put new clutch bearings in before the main. Get ready to replace a lot of shit. Yep. Yeah, totally. Well, Aiden, we're starting to learn that quickly that, you know, it's kind of like dirt bike racing. So use your, use your low C sponsorship to, to get bearings. Clutch, clutch bells, clutch shoes, clutch springs, um, you know, uh, servos, maintenance, 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 maintenance. maintenance. So when I, when I was really having the eight scale and, and, uh, started running for TLR, that's, I used most of my limit on just maintenance parts when I was running eight scale, because otherwise there's no way I would have been able to afford it. Like at our winter series, when I was racing gas, uh, my, my, uh, my eight scale had a brand new clutch every round. Yeah. Well, I was telling, that's what I was talking to Aiden about because I know he replaced the bearings out of one. I said, I think he gave the shoes and springs. It's kind of like a, like anything. It's like a weed eater because I think it's centrifugal, right? So, you, you know, the more yeah. force you apply on that, there's a sweet spot. There's a sweet spot. But a lot of times you'll see guys uh, in warm up, they'll take the cars and, and their pit guy will smash it down on the pit lane and they'll hammer yeah. the throttle and they're trying to break in that clutch quicker um, mm. because they've got a new one in there. Otherwise, it slips for a little bit and it's inconsistent. So, all right. Well, guys, I gotta I gotta get back to my dinner here, but I did want to do a couple things. Uh, Alex, my bike's ready to go. I got suction cups on my car, so we can. Uh, I'm good to mountain bike when you're ready. I'll be yep. back in town this weekend. And Will, I'm so sorry to hear about your cat. That's heartbreaking. Oh yeah, poor little guy. Yeah, that was a bad day. That might have been the worst day of my life. Yeah, I mean, we just we went through that a couple times in the last year. So my heart goes something. out to you. Thank you. I really All right, appreciate guys. that. Uh, I got to take off. Good luck and uh, and thanks for the one hundred, man. Keep it going. Thank you. Yeah. All right, see you guys. Thanks, Dave. Uh, this is funny. Steve RC's on there. David Olson getting his RC questions in before the comment section. Yeah, that's gonna cost them. Um... <laughs> David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277589. Hey, I wanted to talk about think I'm glad that he reminded me because the ProTech race is coming up quick. It's only it's four weeks away. The track builds three weeks away. I need to ask for that day off. <sighs> and uh Man, um, I looked. I looked today. There's 120 entries signed up online, mm-hmm. and I I hope that we would have more than that. How many? 120. So, if you're coming, sign up. Yeah, if you're coming, sign up. Just because I have got to get the numbers. I have to get the numbers in um, to the um, place I buy the awards from in a timely manner. And I and if I guess, sometimes I guess wrong, and I end up with a whole bunch of plaques left over. Mm-hmm. And I had a question. I had a couple questions today or th- this weekend, I should say, asking me if it was on carpet. And I'm like, nope, 
It's not on carpet. It's on dirt. It's definitely no, on dirt. It's definitely on dirt. Yeah. I feel like I should put that in the flyer now though. Like dirt. Guaranteed to be on dirt. Guaranteed to be <laughs> on dirt. So and then uh another thing that I wanted to t- say was that um does it say in there? Where's the no boost allowed? How much boost can you use in thirteen five truck? Oh boy. None. What? Uh I was told you were allowed some boost. No. <laughs> There's no age limit on Plex spec, by the way. Is there an age limit on how much boost you can run? No, there's not. No, (laughs) I had to have it. I've had a little talk to somebody about their boost in their car. And it's not who you think. They didn't know. They had no idea. Oh, I did that before. Actually, I had a Tekken speed control that I never updated. And Mm. uh, it had like four degrees of boost in it for for some reason. I think there was like a TCS Nats where it was automatically in there. The speed controller was like slow or something. Dang it. I don't know. But I just like never updated it and I ran that on carpet here. Yeah. For, for a long time knowing the stock programming had some boost in it. <laughs> yeah. uh, there was a little dynamite speed controller, brushless speed controller that I used mm-hmm. in uh, in stock buggy Yeah, a couple times and I had it, it, it had boost in it. And I had no idea that it had boost in it and there was no way to get rid of it. Yeah. So I had a really fast stock car with a dynamite speed controller. I thought that was so funny. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, I didn't realize it had it either until Tim told me about it. And I was like, oh, I'm never updating this thing. <laughs> but I, I obviously don't use that speed control anymore and haven't for like 10 years. Yeah, no. You know, this I, is like I, 10 years ago. Yeah, my, my 13.5 car has got a just stock in it, so... Well, longer than 10 years ago. Yeah. It would have been like the Novak uh, G- GTB or whatever days. Oh. Long time ago. Wow. I'm going to post this on Facebook as well, but I also wanted to bring up tonight uh, before I forget. This is a Hobbyplex show breaking news announcement. This Saturday, we are going to have a not so super secret practice session after we're done racing. So this Saturday, the doors open at 10 a.m. We start racing at 1.30. Whatever time we get over with, the track will then be open till midnight. Hmm. So if you want to get caught up on some uh, um, setup stuff, uh, just want some more track time on a track that will more than likely have a pretty good groove in it, this is your Saturday. Separates the men from the boys. Practice and after the race. I'm not going to do it the following Saturday, and I'm definitely not going to do it the following Saturday after that because I'll be pulling pipe, getting ready for the big track build. So, yeah. So this Saturday, April second. So the track will close at uh, at midnight, Ooh. and I'm calling it the not so super secret practice session. Yeah, we both know you and I know why you're calling it that too. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully I'm, I want to work on my stuff that's, not, that's like the only reason I came up with that is because I personally want to work on my stuff for, for, and I and never have uh, motivation to do so so yeah I'll be there running there may be food is it secret food there might be secret food hmm. no don't tell anybody yeah there might even be secret drinks I don't know yeah. You can't have a secret drink. It might be secret drinks. That's all I'm saying. So I'll be there. Okay. I'll have a secret drink. And for that matter, the track is open Sunday. 
because the TCS race officially put a cap on the uh, winter season. Oh, so from I, so now Sundays, and that's going to bring me a bit, dude. That is going to bring me to my next thing. But first, super chat. Uh, we have got a uh, five dollar super chat from Peter. Oh, Peter. So as they say in Canada, peace out. Do most racers use HV batteries? I think that's all you can buy. I think that's now. all you can buy nowadays. I don't think you can even find any seven point four or twos. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's the new trend. What's involved with switching to them? Nothing. Nothing. Just run them. Just run them. You charge them up to eight, eight four anyway. Like yeah. it's fine. You can just charge them up higher if you wanted to. So there, there's usually I, with on an LA HV setting. Like yeah. don't just yeah, don't bury that thing. But so there's usually some confusion. See, I just it's weird. I actually just got a question on our hobby hobbyplex page today about uh, legal batteries, and they wanted to know if HV batteries were legal, and I'm like, well, of course they are. But I said, but at our bigger races, when I can have tech, if I have a tech person, you know, we'll put a voltage limit on it. So you'll just have to make sure that you don't exceed that volt limit. Mm. And I think I'm going to have, I'm going to have tech for the pro tech race. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) And I'm going to, I'm going to raise the uh, volt limit to eight, four, four instead of eight, four, zero. And then can you burn it off? If you're over, yeah, you can burn it off. We're not roar. We're not going to just, we're not going to disqualify you. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but so there's that up for everybody. Yeah, else, but Jimmy, Jimmy Babcock in his series, that's that he raised it up to eight four four, and and uh, I'm just gonna follow what he does. So pretty much all batteries are high uh, high voltage batteries now. Yeah, no big deal, no big case. Like yeah, big and basically, case. if you don't charge them up, if you only charge them eight point four, you just you just won't get that little bit of uh, runtime. That's it. Which you do kind of have to watch, like, like I had a. So I was thinking about this. So my 3600 lipo that I had in my four wheel drive when I went to uh, the Masters of Dirt Race and I dumped on the last minute and a half. Mm-hmm. I started thinking about that, and it's like I was only charging them up to four eight point four, and I think their volt limit was actually quite a bit higher. Yeah. So stupid me. If I would have maybe if I would have charged it up to what they were allowing us to do, I might not have dumped. My my four wheel for the eight minute main. I mean, it's a mod main. You know. Yeah, but for my four wheel and mod, like I'd charge that that up to the highest high voltage setting you could, just because I was running the forty one hundred battery. I actually just got new batteries for my car, my cars. Mm. So I got my four wheel drive down from seventeen eighty to seventeen forty. Wow, which isn't saying a whole lot, but I have a whole bunch of parts that should be here Wednesday. I got titanium turnbuckles, uh, carbon fiber shock towers, titanium shock mounts. And uh, I got to open up and see if the plastic gears are in my, my techno car. Because if they're not, then I'm going to put the plastic gears in there. I just need to get my car lighter. I got the tank. On my, on my truck. Well, I, I took a diff and uh, modified it and kind of copied the mod diff. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they have one with a whole bunch of holes and grooves in it. And I just kind of did that at work or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, uh, um, because it's hardened material, so I used like a hardened end mill or like a uh, end mill to cut hard material to lighten it. Right. And then, uh, I mean, I, it's not something I'm really interested in doing for anybody. I just didn't want to pay for it. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can do it. Like I can, yeah. Like I can just go do it. But then I have a titanium uh, screw kit, titanium turnbuckles, titanium ball studs, 
Uh, that's about it. The, I have the ti- factory team titanium shock ta- shock or uh, sorry uh, top shaft. Um, I have the lightened uh, the lightened motor mount. That's all the light lightness I have on this thing. I'm running a I'm running a shorty servo, but I have a big uh, transponder. My transponder is like an OG. Oh, are the like old ones? Yeah, I bought it from Chad Yost, yeah. so it's one of the first ones sold in Lincoln. Probably. <laughs> I just bought one of those black ones with the short wire recently. I just I just bit the bullet and did it. I have like four. Yeah, like they don't work. Oh. Like, is there a place you can send those? Well, supposedly you can turn them into live RC, and you'll get um, like store credit. Yeah, some something? credit back on them. So, huh? Should probably do that because yeah. I have a bunch of them. I thought you could send them and have them fixed. I sent one off to. Uh, um. Well, I'm not going to say who it was, but I, I sent one off to California to uh, have the wire shortened and and have the thing retaped and everything. And he took my thirty dollars, uh, from PayPal and never saw my transponder ever again. Really? Yeah. So, kind of kind of bummed out about that was a couple of years ago too, but still kind of sucks. That's the it, first time I ever heard that story. It was one of the cool numbers. That, you know, because you know how I have some cool numbers because I get first crack at them. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of my cool numbers ones too. So, so like, can you still have transponders cloned? No. That was the thing you could that do. That was back the thing the with day. MRT and then, and then AMB changed their firmware and got rid of all that. All right. I want to do something fun. I want to do a couple of fun things real quick. Why? Because this has been on my mind and I, I wanted to address it, but I, I, this is the appropriate place to address it because we're going to address it in a way that is, that is appropriate. Oh, I know what it is. I had a whole thing written down on the, on, while I was on the crapper uh, Sunday morning. Then I was about to hit send and I'm like, you know, nah, never mind. Cause, cause then I don't want to have to like defend it and even more like that. And it's, it's not even that serious, but here's, here's, we got a one star review. It's time for hobby place. One star reviews. Some one star reviews that we've had in the past. I can read them and I can tell you exactly who it was that was involved in whatever caused this person to do a one star review. And a lot of times, who hurt you? I, a lot of times, I can I can sympathize with the customer to an extent, and so I get it. And you're full, full free to do whatever sort of review you want to do. I get it. Um, I don't like seeing them because that means I'm like, well, crap, then what did we do? And I usually go around and I try to get the story of what happened from our side. Do you remember this? Do you remember when this happened? And a lot so you of, can improve on so it. So I can improve on it. Okay. Because, you know, I got to tell you that like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm not the owner, but I'm pretty darn close. I have a lot invested in our store, you know, so it does bother me when I see this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So the first one, we actually got two. We got a two-star review. This guy gave us a two-star review. I'm not going to say the name, but they put expensive, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. Compared to what? Yeah. Compared to what? Like, I love reading those because there's a Yelp review that we have that's like, I can buy the same thing for three times the price or three times less the price on blah, 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 online. And I'm like, no, you can't. You big, you big liar, 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 pants on fire. I wanted to like, I wanted to like respond to that one and be like, show me exactly what you're talking about. And if you can prove it to me, 
I will do you sexual favors. Ooh. But I didn't do that because then what if he did find something that was I'll actually I'll do it legitimately... even if you can't prove it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so this one, this one struck me because I was expensive. I'm like, I mean, I guess if you're like, if you're going in there thinking that, you know, an RC car is going to be $40. Tyco. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. But here's one. This Back is the new turn reverse. This is the newest one that I read uh, that came up Sunday morning. This is how it starts. You can only use the dirt track when they say you can. I guess it depends on how they feel that day. Yeah, it usually does. Yeah. Uh, spend a lot of money here and feel you need to belong to the old man's club to use their tracks. What? <laughs> I can guarantee you that's not how it is. And I can see, I can see how somebody could think that if they showed up on a weekend like this weekend where we having a big on-road race and the dirt track is closed and they feel, wait a minute, how come I can't go out on the dirt truck? And you try to explain to them why they may not understand that. Mm -hmm. So I get, I get that part of it, but we have a schedule that is clearly posted, uh, on our Facebook page that you can link to somebody that I know. No, no, it's not. This is I yeah. ran in person. I went, I tried to find this person on Facebook. Didn't recognize him. Her. Mm. It's a she. Mm. So I don't know. The part that's like, but the, the part that's funny though is, is you, you can only use the track when you say you can. Yeah. Yeah. When's I, our next old I'm man's like, club I'm meeting, like, by the way? But no, no, hold on. She's right. You can only use the track when we say you can. Yeah. It's our place. We pay the bills. We have the keys to the door. So in that regard, eh, you're kind of right. The rest of it, nah. So I feel bad that this person feels that way, though. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, our next old man club meeting is next Tuesday, by the yeah. way. So yeah, no, actually Saturday. Saturday is going to be our next Saturday. old. The oh, super that's... secret stat. The super secret uh, practice session. Old man club. Practice We're going to call it session. the old man practice session. Secret old man club. I should make flyers. We should call it the stone cutters, uh, <laughs> <laughs> practice session. Yeah. Shh, it's a secret, <laughs> but that's a Simpsons reference, by the way. Who robs fish of their sight? Who rigs every Oscar night? We do. What is that? The stone cutters. It's a secret society that Homer joined. Oh, and <laughs> I'll send you a look. Okay. I'm sure Richard knows what I'm talking about. Richard he probably you know I'm does. About? I'm sure he does. Yeah. God, I hope so. That'd be so sweet. Richard. Yeah, see, he does. Yeah. <laughs> we do. Dude, here's the thing. I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons, dude. Yeah. Uh, Who for, gets for, to practice for, when they want? For, we do. Uh, see? <laughs> we do. <laughs> and then by the, time, by the time I was free to watch The Simpsons, I didn't really... South Park came on. I didn't really watch. Yeah. My mom was adamantly... Like, she had a hatred for The Simpsons. I so much so that when I got when I went to the Walgreens down the street and I bought a Simpsons poster and I put mm-hmm. it on my wall downstairs, like she eventually tore it down. Was it like a do the Bartman poster? Yes, it was. It was a Bartman poster. <laughs> That's funny. Have I ever told you about my uh, um, when I was growing up that I I was scared of paintings and inanimate inatim- objects in my house? Mm, not today. Uh, it's true. I was. <laughs> so when I got that poster, it, it added to the whole thing. I thought that all these like these items in my house that had eyes would like watch me. 
And I used to think that like this zebra that we had that was in the living room, would I could catch it breathing every once in a while. This scared the crap out of me. It really did. And uh, um, my dad was a cop. He used to have this uh, this pig. It was a uh, uh, piggy bank dressed as a cop. So it was a pig. Oh. It was a pig cop. That thing scared the crap out of me every single time that I, so much so that I wouldn't go into my mom's room, my parents' room, because my dad sat it there. Now that I think about it, maybe he put it there on purpose so that I wouldn't go into their room. Yeah, but uh, so I used, to think, I used to think that there was this cabal of inanimate objects in my house that were that were like conspiring to watch me the whole time. And uh, when I got the Simpsons poster, I was actually kind of glad that my mom tore it up because um, I didn't have to look at its eyes anymore. Yeah. That's pretty dark, isn't it? That's put it that turned into a little kind of a dark thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's sorry. Margie just chimed in. She says, Mom hated the Simpsons, yet her daughter is now it was named Marge. And my sister's actually dressed up as Marge too. Really? Yeah. She's got a she like, she's got a big I, me. <laughs> I wonder if she's I wonder if she still has a big uh, blue wig somewhere. Still got it. You still got it? Yeah. That's one of our that's one of our best cosplays. Best cosplays? Do you know why Marge's hair is blue? Mm-mm. Have you ever seen the movie A Clockwork Orange? Parts of it. And Alex's mom uh, has blue hair. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of A Clockwork Orange uh, oh. references in The Simpsons. Huh. Interesting. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna have to look. I'm gonna have to go on YouTube and and do one deep of the dive. Uh, deep dive into the Clockwork Orange again. Yeah. Never seen the whole thing straight through, but I've seen bits. I've seen bits of it here you and there. Should do I? I know, I know, I know. I got a, I got a, I got another friend who would yell at me if I didn't see it. It's one of my all-time favorite scary movies. Super chat. By the way, Richard gave us a one dollar uh, super chat. A penny, really? a penny, a penny for every show. Oh yeah, that's a good one. You want to do that top five thing I was talking about? Oh yeah, we should totally do that top we thing. We haven't done top that. Five thing you're talking we about. Haven't did that. Yeah. Okay, hold on. <laughs> All right. Um, I was thinking about one of my favorite episodes that we've done in this hundred. I think is episode fourteen or fifteen, and mm-hmm. it was it was during COVID when we literally did not have much to talk about. And uh, Ben Ellis is back racing again. I don't know if you saw that. And uh, he brought up he brought up the memory of uh, uh, on one of his Facebook posts about the leisure hours fight. <laughs> and then yeah. I and then I linked to our to that show that we talked about that because that's like one of oh, our that's, yeah. that's one of our funniest shows like from start to finish by far that's one of our funniest shows and in that show we talked about certain crappy cars uh, that we knew of that were out there and I wanted to, I I wanted to I wanted to ask you while we're sitting here and and since I I kind of wanted to skip um holy crap did we just get a we did super chat. Richard just gave us a a fifty dollar super chat. What the heck? Richard did. Richard yeah. sitting here did. Ah, Richard. Margie put Will down for twenty five dollars. Do you accept cash? Oh, wait a minute. So is the whole time this a Wayne's World reference when when we do the ching? When cha-ching. Wayne has has the money, he's like, "Do you accept cash?" Ching. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Ah, Richard, was it? That was not the inspiration, but. I'm pissed now that I didn't think of that. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a pretty good one. That is a pretty good one. <laughs> Top five. Top five least favorite RC cars of all time. Let's start with the negative, and then we'll go to the positive. You go first. 
Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'll go, I'll say one and then you say one. Okay. All right. Uh, Academy made this four wheel drive buggy that I can't remember the name of now, but it was probably one of the worst four wheel drives that I've ever had because it just broke gears all the time. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember the name. I should look it up while you're saying yours. Um, mine, I'm going to do this from, from fifth, first, fifth being the worst and, or fifth being the least worst and, uh, um, number one being the worst. Okay. So my number five is this Robotronics 14 scale car that was released. (laughs) I know what you're talking about. Nice. That's a good, that's an obscure one. Yeah, it is. Look it up. Yeah. (laughs) Back when Robotronics made cars, they might still make cars. Cars. They made the scalpel. That thing was pretty cool. The scalpel was pretty neat. Tor- it was a tiny little uh, twelve scale, right? Yeah, it was an eighteen scale, twelve scale. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, that was mine. Academy SB, I think, is what it was called. Yeah, it was a four wheel drive car. I I I bought it from Lincoln, and uh, they didn't have parts for it, of course. And then um, the first race I went to, the first time I went down the straightaway with like, and I think it only had like a ten turn in it. This is a brush motor. And both front and rear gears went. So I spent all this money on this car. Never even got to drive it because then I didn't have parts for it. And the one dude who did have parts for it, by the way, I'm not going to say his name, uh, did not give me the diff parts because he was like, well, what if I need them? And I was like, I don't know. Your car's working. Mine's not. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I can't, I can't give them to you. I can't sell them to you. So I was out. I couldn't do it. So I actually sold the car that day for like super duper cheap. And I never forgot who didn't give me those gears. I wouldn't either. And it's not like I hold a grudge, but sometimes I do to this day. No, it sucks. It's like the worst thing ever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Another one of mine. Uh, let's stay in the four wheel drive category. Sorry, Losi, but the 22 2.0, not my favorite car in the whole planet because the chassis would tweak and then it would drive funny and it was a struggle. You could like take that car and you could like set it on a table, turn it upside down, and sit it on a table and it would wobble. And then you could take your hands and you could like twist it back and it'd be fine. And then as soon as you wrecked or hit something, it would tweak again. Yeah. So it's not, I'm not doing mine in order. I'm just doing them as they pop in my head. So. Okay. I don't expect any team Losi sponsorships anytime soon. I'm just saying. My number four, <laughs> I just thought of, thought of it. Um, what was that car? Yeah. Oh, now I remember what my number four was. Okay. And the reason is, is um, because of how poorly it was managed. Um, so my number four car is the Kyosho D-Nano. Remember those? The 43rd scale cars that were supposed to be a Hobby Town exclusive in the United oh, States? Oh, yes, I do. Hobby, that you could go to any Hobby Town and race And they them. were cool. It was awesome. It was totally great. I, I, I was so invested. I in raced it. Joel Johnson at the convention with one of those. It was like one of the highlights of my life. I was like, oh, I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm standing next to Joel Johnson. I'm racing a little RC car with him. I brought my own cars to convention and raced my own cars against Joel. Johnson. Oh man. Oh, like I was invested. Yeah. Like I wanted that to work so badly that that is why that's my number four. Mm. Cool. Great concept. Everything was so cool. And then it just gone. Yeah. That's kind of, so, it is kind of sad. Yeah. The Kyosho Dinano. That's my number four all time favorite or all time least favorite RC car because of how excited I got about it. And it was just nothing. Mm. 
It was supposed to have been this really cool thing. Helion Dominus. Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, that was the worst Christmas I've ever had at the store. Mm-hmm. Was was that year when uh, yeah. when those came out and we sold a bunch of them and within a span of about 10 minutes like six people walked in all with basically dead sticked cars mm-hmm. and you know I could handle one guy I can handle one guy and be like well all right let's figure out what's going on and uh, and then but then the next guy comes with the same problem you're like uh okay and then the next guy comes in and then there's like a whole thing of people waiting for you to tell them yeah, uh, that guy had that problem too. Yeah, uh, we don't know why this doesn't work. Uh, here, why don't I just take that back and you can have buy a slash? Yeah, pretty much. Like the thing that sucked about that is like Jamie and I worked so hard on that pro- on those projects, and Jamie especially, he put so invested, he put had so much time invested in this, and uh, it just it was out of our control. Like the stuff that was going wrong, it's just quality them, control, really. It, well, and Jamie did, like, he literally turned off and on, like, all the cars before they left. Really? Like, every single car that we did QC on, like, we opened every box, put batteries in the radio, and turned each car on, steered them, and made sure the throttle worked, and then put everything back in the box. Yeah. That was every car. It's like, when you said you got them and they didn't work, unreal. Couldn't yeah. believe it, because every car got get, re- gone through. Yep. I was inspired by Jamie's um, energy. When we, when we met him at the convention, you know, yeah. when he, when he's, when he was working for Fireland. So I, I, it was very, it was inspiring. It was nice. Cause he was, he was, he was definitely, um, invested in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I hear, I, I see. No, he, he believed in it. Yeah. And they got better. Like, mm-hmm. like by the, by the end of that, you know, say what you want, like the conquest line, those are, yeah. those were decent cars. They were cheap. They, they, they broke. The same parts Traxxas cars broke, broke and and yeah. they were actually pretty fast. Yeah, it's like we if we came out swinging with something like that, we would have been in way better shape. Mm. But what else you got for my number three? The Duratrax Vendetta uh, <laughs> cars, having to work on those at the store, yeah. and people would buy them and try to race them at eighteen scale racing night, and they weren't really designed for that because they were just like. They're kind of a cheap copy of uh, an HPI Micro. Yeah. Logan has one of those. He actually has a yeah. couple of them. He's brought them to the Mini Night uh, a few times. Yeah. Yep. The Duratrax Vendetta. That's my number three. What was the name of that? Uh, what was the name of that Trinity monster truck? Itsy Bitsy Spider. It was it the Itsy Bitsy Spider? I thought they had a. I thought they had a gas monster truck for a little while. Did they? They might have because they. Trinity used to get in cars and sell out the container. You never see them again. Yeah, they had yeah. a. They had the Trinity had a monster truck. Yeah, because I think we've talked about the Itsy Bitsy Spider before, and I and I remember us getting in like one or two of the Trinity monster truck, and it was a nightmare. That was way back, like two thousand, right when I started working there. I think two thousand four or five. Because they had all those, uh, they had all those like Trinity aluminum option parts for like the T Max and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's how they kind of got into like ha- having a container of cars that they just got from China or something and sold them. Yeah. Just to create cash flow. I mean, it's all you, that's the only reason why you'd ever do that. Yeah. But yeah, that, that, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. I never dealt with that. And mine, that again, mine are not in order. I'm just, I'm just 
thinking of them on on the top of my head about which which cars I've hated in the past to work on or to or to even sell to customers because I'm like, oof, I don't know if this one's gonna make it or not. So I'm on number number two now, yeah, right? Yeah. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the these ones. There's another one that I that might I'll, that might be my like 2.5 or my 1.5, but both of them are kind of the same. Mm. Um, I'm gonna for number two. At least I'm gonna go with the the Duratrax uh, Nitro Evader. Honestly, you could choose any one of those Duratrax Nitro cars, and it would probably be okay with with wherever you have it in your list in the top, you know, whatever. Yeah, and you know what my number one is. Oh, I, I think it. I know what your number one is. I now that mm-hmm. I, now that you haven't said it yet, but yeah, yeah, you know what? Spur gears, Nitro Evaders is terrible. Spur gears. They just I had I won one. Guess what? I broke spur gear. Yeah. Must be something. Must be something about that. You, I will say that that the Evader was a step up from those four wheel drive ones. They had like the Thunderquake and and the Axis. Mm-hmm. Remember those? Yeah, vaguely. And they were just kind of generic eight scales. I mean, you could Nit- do the same. Nitro car number three, right? Yeah. You could kind of do the same thing with a whole bunch of Ofna cars. Yeah, or whole bow or whatever. Yeah, like the the Ultra LX and the. Oh God, what are the name of those? Oh, dude, I got one. I got a one and a half. I got. Didn't <laughs> you already said the Robotronics 14 scale one? Yeah. What about that Robotronics um, uh, eight scale buggy they had with the plastic shock towers? I, I didn't know they had it. Yeah, we that. sold. We, we used to sell the crap out of them, but they were so because they were cheap, super duper cheap, but they were not very good cars. The engines ran good though. It's weird. The engines were good, but the car itself, not so good. Yeah. And guys would buy them and then try to like turn them into race cars. And you're just like, <laughs> why didn't you just buy a Mugen? You're spending all this money on these aftermarket parts that they, these people would order from like China or Japan. Mm-hmm. And they could have just bought a Kyosho or something. Yeah. Oh man. What was the name of that? I got to look the name up while I'm listening to you. Okay, so I have a 1.5 because we're still not at one at number one. Yeah, my my 1.5 is the Kyosho uh, Nitro Inferno GT2 because that thing would just explode second speed the second gear out of that thing. Yeah, and then uh, the engine would only last half a gallon because I I put the most time on mine before everybody else did, and I blew in it. I like the bearings just exploded in that thing. And in the engine that came with it. And uh, everybody's like, oh, you ran it too lean, blah, blah, oh, you don't know what you're doing, and blah, blah, all this stuff. <laughs> and uh, then it's like, the next week, everybody else's engine, stock engine went. <laughs> it, was, it, was the, it was the same thing. The bearing race like came flying out of the, out of the front of the motor and just chewed up inside everything inside the engine. Yeah, the the Inferno GT2. That was my that's that's my per. That's a tough one because that's a popular car too, but but it's it's again it's one of those that you got to upgrade a lot. Well, you had to get the Ipanema gears and some other stuff for it. Yeah. So I'm I'm in the engine being just garbage is yeah. what is what really turned me off to that whole thing. So like the whole the whole idea like with us running those GT cars in the the Heart of America series and everything mm-hmm. that we used to do was that you had to run like a ready to run engine right engine yes and so it's like like the whole idea is that you could run this engine now it won't work now what can i buy right well you can only buy like a 
like an axial engine. That's what I was just gonna, about to say. So the, the, the buggy that I was just talking about now, I remember why it sold so well because it came with an axial 28 engine. Oh, really? Yes. So the, the engine and axial engines actually worked pretty darn good. They were, they were basically, uh, the same engine as the HPI K was it 25? They were the K series. It was a K series engine, yeah, basically. Yeah, I remember that. They had like a star on them. They, and they could use the same. Basically, if somebody, if we didn't have a HPI pull start, they could grab an uh, an axial one. It would bolt right on. And that's pretty rare with with engines. They're always off, you know, something. But uh, I remember that now. I think the robot. I think I think the Robotronics car came with an axial engine, so the engine was reliable, but the car would just break all the time. Yeah. Like we'd have races at the Lincoln track that was like, who's going to, who's going to break their transmission? <laughs> you know, it was like, that was, that was the race. Nice. You know, that or who's, who's stock motor is going to blow up. Yeah. But, uh, so there's that. And these are all ready to run cars. Yeah. You know, it's not like these aren't their race cars. Yeah. You know? Like in, uh, who knows? Maybe the Inferno GT was never designed to be raced. You know, the first 24 is great. I just didn't like the second version. Uh, my number one all-time least favorite RC car is because I work on a, a ton of them at the hobby shop. Was the the Duratrax Nitro uh, Warhead, and it was their like big. I think it was like a six-scale monster truck. Yeah, it was to compete and, with the HPI Savage and the T Maxes and stuff at the time. Yeah, and actually the Savage, I'd put that in there too because that thing was a pain in the butt to work on because you had to take it completely apart to get the broken transmission out of it yeah for a customer because literally both halves had, had or the half of the truck had to come off there was just a time there for a while when when monster truck really blew up that everybody uh-huh. was making a monster truck they were trying to get in the monster truck market so they could sell a monster a gas monster truck mm-hmm. but some of the designs were just not good to work on i think that's one of the one of the differences about we're seeing now like with this new sledge coming out mm-hmm. is it follows the same sort of easy to work on design that Traxxas has been making and Arma has kind of followed suit that, that if you do break something now you can actually, it's a little, it's a lot easier to fix when, when you used to break Revo's, the original Revo. Holy crap, dude. That, that thing was like, a pain in the butt you had to, to take apart the too. whole truck just to fix one little thing. If it was in the transmission or if it was, everything in the front was diff. bolted to something else. Yeah. And it's just like you had to work your way in. It was awful. And the, the HPI was that way. You had to take the whole twin plate off and the, the warhead was pretty bad. The warhead, like you, you said in one episode a while back, you said that the the, the spur gears came broken, like they were pre broke, yeah. pre pre stripped spur gear to save you the problem of stripping them. But you'd have a guy that started it, like would strip the gear right, yeah. out, right out of it. Yep. The I don't know if it was like a finish issue on the clutch bell, and that clutch bell, like the gears, like weren't EDM correctly, mm-hmm. and they uh, they would just chew up gears or what. But that that thing was terrible for that. And then you put a new one in it, just strip it right away. Yeah. I remember trying to tune one and putting three gears in that thing. But see, here's here's the thing. It's like if somebody's listening to this and you're like, man, that, that Duratrax uh, Nitro uh, Warhead was my favorite car. How is he having problems with it? Every single RC car that we've ever worked on is the we all we saw at the hobby shop were the problems. Were the bad so ones. If you think about it that way, yeah. Like our our bitches here about like all the, all the dead cars that we had to work on and stuff. It was because we always had to work on the bad ones on a Saturday. At the hobby yeah. Shop. That's the worst. You know? Like this Saturday, even Sunday yesterday, we were so busy. 
we sort of have a trained set of customers now where if they come in on a weekend and they want us to fix something, they're okay with us just taking it in because mm-hmm. they, they can see how busy we are. But right. when we weren't doing that, I mean, it was a struggle to get stuff fixed, especially if stuff oh, is yeah. super hard to work on. If these cars mm-hmm. are not designed to be able to be worked on easily, you just, you just want to stab yourself in the face with a fork. You know, and a lot of that is kind of how the hobby industry has evolved, like with ready to runs and everything. Yeah. So you had guys designing cars that did nothing but build kits, right? Mm-hmm. They, they didn't understand, like, you know, people don't want to work on stuff anymore. So we'd have to take the brunt of it, yeah. the stuff you had to work on. So it's like you'd end up with, uh, like, a car that, like, you know, you're expected to work on it, you know. But the society now is nothing but instant gratification. and they buy something, they expect it to live forever and not break. And, yeah. you know, it's like, you got, this is a little different. You got to put work into it and try, you know, and people don't want to the average customer doesn't want to do that. Along those lines, one of my least favorite cars, and this again, mine are not in order. Yours are in order. Mine's not. It's just, it's just, I'm just flowing through it. The original team associated pro four. Oh yeah. That if you broke a servo, good luck. You had to take apart the entire front end on that thing. I never had one. I remember hearing about how it actually drove really well. They did. They drove pretty good, but, but if you broke mainly the servo and, and that's the thing, if you, if they're ready to run, you know, they're ready to run. So you, they did make a factory team kit of that, didn't they? They did. Yeah. yeah. I, I never had one, but the ready to run version, I remember us selling. And then when, when inevitably somebody breaks a servo and you're like, you know, you might as well just leave this here with us. <laughs> trying to explain to a trying to explain to a layman how to take apart their entire front end of their truck just to get to the servo, and then you had to center it that way before you could put it all back together. And also, remember, this is before the time of having an electric screwdriver. In yes. The yeah, for the most part. Again, I love Team Associated. I love Team Losi, but every once in a while, I'm not bagging on them. I'm just. Yeah. Just telling it like it is. Well, and you have to remember these are the cars you brought up. There's a reason why they might not make them anymore. Yeah, exactly. Now the new pro four truck that they have is fantastic. Everything's laid out really nice. Everything's really easy to work on. I love selling them at the store because I know they're going to work. You know, it's the same thing with the, with what I'm going to bring up just to keep it short. Top three favorite cars. Ooh, race cars or raid? Whatever you want. Hmm. Probably my my third favorite RC car of all time, and it's because I I probably put a hundred thousand miles on that thing. Is uh, when I first started racing, it was the X Ray M eighteen. Mm. That was that was my favorite. Those were car. sweet, and I still have mine. Mine has all the super swizzy, like really yeah. cool uh, option part, like the aluminum uh, universals and stuff for it. Like mine is tricked out. Like it, it is, uh, and I have like the Penguin RC. Some of you don't even know who Penguin RC is. Nope. I had the Peng- Penguin RC chassis for it. Oh man. Um, yeah. And uh, that thing was, was really cool. The reason why I say that car is just because I spent so much time with it. Yeah. And that was my first, like one of my first like race cars, you yeah. know, like, like it was just a complete kit. So. I should have said more than three because I'm going through I'm going through my list in my head and I'm like oh man I want to mention this one but I'm like I'm I'm down to three all right my one of my first all time favorite cars the Kyosho Mini Inferno yeah 
That, that thing was just cool. The elect- the elect- the electric one, not the ni- not the little nitro one that they tried to make. Yeah, the electric one had a nitro head on it. It had a nitro head on it. It looked really <laughs> cool. And uh, uh, Chuck Hutchins, rest in peace. Him and Tony Price uh, had one, and I they let me drive it at this little baby track, a uh, dirt track in Ford Dodge. And I wanted to buy it because it was so amazing. It handled so good. And then I took it, and then I like I was like, nah, I changed my mind, and I gave it back to. Him. <laughs> but I wanted it, but I didn't have the money at the time. Okay, that's what it was. So, yeah. But that's that was that, those were freaking cool. So that's that's mm-hmm. one of my all time favorites. Um, probably my number two favorite RC car of all time, B four. Oh yeah, yeah. It's mine, dude. Ten years. That car mm-hmm. lasted ten years with with hardly any changes until the very very end. Then mm-hmm. the changes came hot and heavy. They had a point one point two really quick. Yeah, but yeah. I uh, I grew up right racing that car out of the Lincoln track on dirt. Mm-hmm. That that's how I I that's what the car I start, the off road buggy I started. Logan with. Uh, Logan Prismanis just sold me his. Yeah, I have I have it still. It's a race spec version of the B four. Right. Um, it was like the ready to run one. That came with that. Uh, what was it? The oh, the I can't remember what what reactor. The can't remember the name of that Reedy motor that it came with. But it was pretty cool. I, I like that one. It came with an LRP runner speed control. It's like auto yeah. programming. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna verge back into the race scene a little bit and try to make up for my my diss of one of my least favorite four wheel drive cars, but the 22 X4 by far the best four wheel drive I've ever driven mm-hmm. and out of the box. You didn't have to make any changes. The setup was perfect for our track. The setup was perfect right out of the box. Mm-hmm. I raced that for that. Was it two years ago? Now I raced that a few times uh, in club racing. I, I made the summer series when Ryan Harris came up and then I took it to masters of dirt and I didn't have to change a thing. That car's amazing. Yeah. I always feel good when people buy that car and they're not uh, devoted to one brand or the other. They just want, they just say, which, which four wheel drive should I get? I don't care you know, what brand it is. And I usually point to that one just because of my own personal experience with it. So mm-hmm. uh, Losi really hit a home run with that car, mm-hmm. which is why we're always out of them. We get them back in, we sell them right away. So, all right, go ahead. Uh, can I have a number one for nitro and a number one for electric? Sure, go for it. We're making this up as we go. My, uh, my number one favorite electric car is the original B6. And the reason why is because that car really changed things. Yeah. Um, and they're still on the six platform, you know, it's been updated. Um, but that like we had the B five for like two years or something like that, or the B five M and, uh, the original B six was like, Whoa, like this is different. You know what I mean? I just remember the, the car generating so much more grip than I was used to. Yeah. And like had more grip, more steering. It was easier to build easier to work on five screws for the diff. Well, the original B six didn't have that. The B six point one was the, okay. was the one that had the quick change diff, but still like on that same plane plane of the B six series. It's like that one has probably changed the industry the most. I think. Uh, okay. I have two. I, I have a whole bunch of favorites actually now, but, um, I, I will say this tracks a slash, obviously it should be at least in anybody's top five. We're only we, just for time's sake, we only did top three, but I would say the tracks of slash is in there just because even now, like we're, we're going to run stock slash at the truck series. 
you can just go upstairs and buy a slash and that's it. You just go drive it and it's fun. And it, and it's, and it, they, those, those things handle so remarkably well. I remember when the, the magazines, when they were still a thing would do those shootouts and they'd always write, we're so surprised by how well the slash works, mm-hmm. you know? And they, they would hit fast lap with a slash and they're like, we got to, we had to double check cause we didn't think it was right. But my number one, I don't have a number one. Mine aren't in order. I'm just saying the way they are. Forget I just said that. The Team Losi Comp Crawler. One of my all-time favorite RC cars ever of all time. It was an amazing truck because uh, the AX10 had come out from Axial. So people could get into crawling without having to buy, you know, a Tamiya truck and make a truck out of stuff. You could just buy a kit. And then Losi came along and said, hey, we're going to dominate this. And they came out with the Comp Crawler. It had a built-in dig. Had worm gear, so you, you didn't have to worry about your car lurching forward or up and down or anything like that. And uh, I'm glad I was able to buy my original one back from who I sold it to. Mm-hmm. I'm never letting go of that one ever again. Yeah. Um, and then my, uh, I mean, obviously my number one gas car is the, my number one favorite gas car of all time is the uh, Ignite RC converted uh, T6. Right. Um, I mean, that's, it's just cool. It's cool. Oh God. You could put the RC 10 GT up in that, in my list. I had so much fun with that truck. Yeah. A lot of that is how much time, uh, I put into that and then how it was just a passion project for Chad parks. Right. And to see so many people, you know, just kind of fall in love with gas truck again. Um, that, that, that car is up like V six series and then probably the gas truck. You know, like it's a lot more durable and works well. Dude, I, I could have thrown the Mini B in that list. I have won. <laughs> I've won three Mini B club races in a row. It'd be awesome. Associated needs to make one. Dude, seriously. Yeah, you they make should. a Mini B6. They That'd should. It's so crazy how that stuff's come back. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Do you have one? Uh, Hey, Will, this is Steve RC. I'm skipping a whole bunch. I really appreciate all of your guys' uh, thumbs up and, and congrats on the 100. You know, we're, we're one of many RC podcasts now. I, you know, I don't know for the most, I don't know how many listeners we get or whatever, but we appreciate it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. We're just doing this because it's fun. All three of you guys really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, you guys are great. Uh, okay. Hey, Will, what was it that you sprayed in Alexander's tires a few weeks ago on Family Friday? Was it motor spray? Or something else, Alexander had his best Saturday yet uh, last Saturday club racing. Uh, that would have been motor spray. Was it motor spray to break down the foam? I've been doing that for years. Yeah. If I need a, need a softer insert now. I did that when 2.4 tires were what we were running. Yeah, and the foam That's was how long freaking ago. hard. Yeah, that was, that was when I started doing that, that long ago. Yeah. Uh, Peter Renault tested positive for COVID, so everybody... Uh, have Peter in your thoughts. Hopefully it's just a mild Aww. case and yeah. it, it is what it is. Peter's like, I barely looked anybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mark S. So I did see this. Uh, congrats on the, on the episode 100. Eric Larson's trying to get or buy back Cody Jandrakovic's sprint car body. And uh, if anyone has it, let us know. Nice. Uh, so when I was down there, I found a triple X SCT that was like complete and it belonged to Mike Larson, which is Eric's brother. And yeah. 
I just offered him like a, a like 50 bucks, dude. I mean, clear, it was covered in dust. So clearly he hadn't even looked at it in a while. And he's like, why do you want that? I'm like, because it's complete. You don't really see those very often. I see them all the time on Marketplace, but they're usually missing a bunch of stuff. And uh, I just wanted it for my collection, really. You know, mm-hmm. it was a good, that, I still think that's one of the best handling short course trucks of all time. So um, anyways, at first he turned me down. He's like, eh, nah, I don't want to sell it. Like, oh, really? I'm like, okay. And then he came back like an hour later. He's like, yeah, go ahead and you can have it. I'm not going to do anything with it. I'm like, cool. But, but they have a whole bunch of bodies and cars. That, they have a whole bunch of rear motor 22s down there on the wall, like on just like just hanging there that he's probably never going to use again. I probably could have asked to buy those too. Do you, do you remember the low C strike? Oh boy. We should have <laughs> put that on the worst. I forgot about I that. I did forget strike. about that. Yeah. The low C strike, man. Like, <laughs> what, what bothered me about the strike was that it wasn't the same size. Yeah. They, they had to make it different. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was bigger, right? Just a little bit bigger than a regular short course truck. Yeah. And that, that's why the motors always burned up on yeah, it. I think they're I just, just too heavy. You know, and you're just like, oh, like, come on. Make, make, make it the same size as everything else so we can use the same body, so we can use the same tires, so, everything, so everything's compatible with each other and you'll sell more of them. It was like Traxxas and Associated were both doing 10 scale. I think they did like 9 scale or something. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Yeah. Anyways, it was a cool name. They should reuse the name. I actually think the name's kind of cool. They should make like a mini strike. Like a short course version of their mini B. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could take a mini B with the chassis length and make a truck out of it, and make a short course truck, call it the Mini Strike. Coming up with ideas. I just Thomas Tran, start writing them down. Yeah, Thomas, come on. Uh, include me in the royalties. Peter's in a couple of YouTube videos. He said there should be uh, quite a few of them coming up where he's in like four or five, and he's going to wear his Hobby Plex shirt next time. Nice. That'd be awesome. Okay, here's the one I want to address. Uh, Big Gulp Huh has two 4S batteries, that he left plugged into the car and now they won't charge. And is there any saving him? So the only way that you can do that is if you have a charger that you can charge them to come on a hydride mode at like one amp or less. Plug the battery in, hit the start button, stay near it so that if anything weird happens, you can get rid of it or whatever really quick. And hopefully you need to charge over the digital screen. So if you see the voltage picking up and it goes past, uh, what is it, three cells? So if it goes past nine volts, then you're probably okay. But if it only, if it goes to like five and then it doesn't go any further and it actually starts to drop a little bit, you're toast. You got to buy new batteries. Do this outside. Yeah, do it outside. In your driveway with nothing around you, with an extension cord, <laughs> like not in your garage. Like, be careful. Yeah, we don't want any liabilities here. Like, Yeah, don't forget about it and don't leave it unattended. Don't be an idiot, okay? But that's the only way you can really tell. So there you go. All right, I'm going to go back through and look at the comments when we're all done. Uh, Tommy Smith was on here. Um, Jason Haley was on here. Steve RC uh, was happy that I got rid of the age limit. I actually looked at the flyer, and the age limit's not even on there now. So is punch the same as boost? It is not. No. No. Punch is punch. It's just like how, how you feel on acceleration as opposed to boost, which electronically increases the timing, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, right. Like, I think punch is almost like... It's kind of like how, how quickly it, it rolls into the power band naturally yeah. without boost. But I, I'd have to look it up. I, I, never, I, I don't really adjust punch a whole lot. I just kind of keep it. At, I think I run it two. I just mm-hmm. leave it at two. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Rod Case Racing want to know what battery I got. I got um, two 4800s for Emersonized two-wheel drive, and I got a 5000 for uh, a brand-new ProTech 5000 for my four-wheel drive. But I actually changed my mind, and I put the 4800 in my four-wheel drive, and I put the 5000 in my buggy because the 4800 was a lightweight battery. That's how I got the 50 grams lighter so far in my car. Um, they're getting here to the buy. I think that's about it. Rod Case used to have a Duratrax Evader Nitro buggy. <laughs> I drove a Manta Ray on a carpet track. Uh, no good, says Peter Renault. <laughs> the the Nico Lobo. Do you know what that was? No. So there's a there's a couple cars that kind of had that same look. Nico Lobo was one of them. There was a Lobo two from somebody. Was that the one that was like a 14 scale with the plat, like a, like a real, like RC car body on it? Yeah. Hard body. And then there was a, a rock hopper. Um, I can't remember the brand, but, but that was actually Chris Catlett's first RC car that got me into RC uh, initially was, was that. And then I got that, uh, then I saw the punky Brewster episode and then I got all crazy about RC, but they were all kind of in that same vein. They kind of look like a Hornet and like a, like a grasshopper in a way. Logan Baldwin says you can't sleep on the 22 X four. I think that's it. That's all the comments. 100th episode is done. I'm going to go through the comments. I'm going to write everybody's name down. We're going to do a drawing next week. I'm going to do a Patreon-only drawing, too. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know what we should give away. We'll, find, we'll, get, we'll come up with I'll figure. Nice. Double X. I'm, I got a double X, for sure. I think we'll do that to the commenters. And, uh, and then we'll go from there. Oh, God. In the business, we call this foreshadowing. She's got confetti. I'm pretty oh. sure there's confetti. <laughs> You guys keep aiming the, the top at me. I'm afraid I'm going to get hit in the face while I'm waiting for this. <laughs> Those blanks really hurt. <laughs> oh, Cody Mosier's here, and he says, of course, first time. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, God, I hope it doesn't get on my tattoo. You guys have to clean this up. Oh, I feel so bad. I feel terrible. It's all over my computer. Hey, it's it's uh, ambiance. It's in my drink. I can't drink the drink anymore. I got it in my hair. That was great. That was fun. Uh, Cody Mosier, the drawing's next week. So you're in. You just commented, so you're in. Look at Jake Wiggs. Jake Badfast Wiggs Racing there uh, is, is on here. Nice. Yeah. He's, and what, that'd be funny if he won, he won my car. He's participating. They already won the... They already won the... Uh, they, they, remember when he raffled off the Nationals banner? Yeah. And uh, Kirk Kirk won that one. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, clean up my computer and uh, I'm dressed for it. Maybe I should go to the run. It's downtown. It's right over there. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> okay. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>